the two characters are crying because Mr. Peanut's dead and like they're at his grave. And then Mr. Like baby nut sprouts out of the ground and is like, Oh, a new legacy. That's pretty cool. And uh, cut to black uh, by peanuts. And stuff. So, <laughs> that's what George Washington Carver imagined. Uh, rest in, yeah. Rest in peanuts. This was his vision. And then, and then like it, and then like a year later, they did like teen peanut or whatever. And like the, te- <laughs> like the peanut was a teenager. Peanut and Degrassi? like, <laughs> he was the star of Peanut Degrassi. And like, there's like, People like hate this campaign. People like are it's like just this <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then like one of them's like it was during the pandemic and like Mr. B- Teen Peanuts at a bar. And then like so the common center is like this piece of shit going to bars <laughs> in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> he is a little piece of shit though. I think yeah, we can yeah, argue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of pieces of shit, let's start the episode. <laughs> Remember that record that you bought me like two years ago? Well, I just remember that it's sitting in the closet. So I called you up just to tell you I've been meaning to listen to that. I've been meaning to listen to that. Why don't you come over and talk about it? Come over and talk about it. <laughs> so that's that's how Arium is. That's I'm I'm glad to hear that you're doing good. And yeah, so. I moved and I'm not on Twitter, but mostly Mr. Baby Peanut. You've been keeping tabs <laughs> like uh Mr. <laughs> baby Nut updates or stuff like that. Baby Nut. Baby Nut updates. Baby Nut updates. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, that's like uh what I called the my wedding when I was pregnant. Like by, by baby nup dates. Baby nup. Uh, okay. We're talking not, about Prince. So, yeah, we're talking about Prince. <laughs> talking about Hello, Prince. everybody. <laughs> Let's talk about Prince. Let's talk about Prince, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk. Let's talk about um I would die for you, baby. Let's talk about all the good things and love it. Uh, okay. Hello. Welcome to Ivan Me <laughs> to listen to that. The podcast where we go through albums we've been meaning to listen to and use it as a conduit to learn about each other and our guests. I'm Andrew Ambrose Lee. I'm Sean Wilkinson. And I'm Michael Limitado. We're talking about a very big monumental episode. It's very daunting to talk about. Like, are, are do you guys feel a little daunted to talk to talk about this? Or how are you feeling and such? Uh, yeah, daunted because like I didn't spend a ton of time with this. Record. <laughs> oh so, no! Also, like I didn't have a chance to rewatch the movie, so I'm kind of going off the movie like what I remember, which uh-huh. is not a lot. So mm-hmm. this is gonna be an Andrew heavy episode. I feel like. <laughs> oh, yeah, awesome! Fine. I did not watch the movie, and I did listen to this album a lot. So okay, got it. we're okay. we're kind of we're at even, a, yeah, different points of the spectrum on this, yeah. And I'm also never daunted by anything we ever do on this podcast. The <laughs> key fundamental difference between you and I, Andrew. Great. Um, but <laughs> in order to like, in in order to like talk about this, uh, we wanted to bring uh one of my favorite guests we've had on the show, um, and. Our, the last episode she was on was like one of my favorites of last year. It's like a really special episode of me. It's an awesome time. Um, and we thought she would be perfect for this. Uh, and the timing worked out where RM is in the same town as one of our co-hosts and stuff like that. So let's just introduce May, her. It's RM Tessafe. Yeah. The same room, same town. 
Um, hi. Hi, Aria. How are you doing? <laughs> Good. I'm really excited to be on the podcast. It was super fun the last time just because like this format podcasts are so fun. Like all you do is like just talk. So you just shoot the shit with your bros. <laughs> you know what I mean? But... Yeah. I I was at a party a little while back and I was talking to like oh. a friend of a friend, basically. <clears throat> and this friend of a friend was like, you to me we were just talking it was like one of those parties where you're there like it's a house party so everyone's like drinking and drinking and after like five drinks he goes you are like a internet celebrity that has only 600 followers <laughs> like what are you talking about <laughs> he's like well you just like you make content you're very funny i don't know you at all uh and i just i listen to your podcast so i feel like i know you really well but you don't know me and i was like lol <laughs> thank you <laughs> like <laughs> that's wild i've never had anyone come up to me and be like it's very nice it's, it's been happening it's been happening more to me lately though that's, that's very amazing. nice wait what that's incredible yeah 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 um but yeah like so let's let's start with Arium a little bit like first of all like did you watch the movie did you watch purple rain the movie i did i saw it a long time ago um at the actually we saw it together didn't yeah, we you saw it together yeah. is that true we yeah, went wow. to the, the art, art theater, theater yeah um, rest in peanuts and that's actually crazy that it's closed no, or that we saw it together now and that we did that then when was this like how long ago was this like, Fuck, school. No, oh, it was, no it was called it was when we lived together yeah 2016 2017 probably. yeah it was like 2017 or something uh what, um, what do you remember from it like about the movie was it your first time seeing the movie it was my first time seeing the movie oh purple rain yeah, it was um, it was my first time seeing the movie. I think it was super like um, I don't know. I think I remember being more interested than I thought I would be. Like I thought it was just gonna be like a really stupid movie, but I actually liked like I liked the movie. Um, which I was really surprised. Yeah. And like Prince actually, because I thought he would be like a really questionable actor. Act. Yeah. <laughs> Thank he's you. he there's some moments where it's like this is clearly the first time he's been in a movie like this is the first time like this is like kind of like a student film like some how many times have you seen it i've seen this i've seen it one time yesterday so like um oh, but like, okay well yeah but like the idea of like prince as an actor like mm -hmm. some moments he's kind of wooden he's a little like you know because it doesn't always translate when he's doing like dialogue mm -hmm. but like when he's performing when he's like performing as prince and also like when he's doing the dramatic scenes he's really mm -hmm. good he's like really powerful yeah. But, uh, yeah he's like such a performer like through and through i mean obviously i'm like my take is that prince is such a performer <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i think it's just such an interesting like genre i hate like rock musical like mm -hmm. like rock operas or whatever like, they are yeah. yeah yuck but i mean so for that reason i don't think i would watch again but i feel like it's one of those things where it's like you have to see it you know because a lot of like rock musicals they're always like you know uh, uh oh we're gonna we're gonna face the army and we only have 21 guns one 20 that's kind of like just like very thin yeah, exactly very thin dialogue in between the songs which is what everyone came here for yeah they have yeah. to like, tell you what the next what song the is basically yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well i feel like this album too is someone who hasn't seen the movie i don't feel like it's a movie out like it feels like a regular prince album which i you think know, is to its benefit i yeah. think that's because this is his most like this one's the like they play it a lot on like the radio and stuff like that mm. so like growing up like all of these songs are like the first print songs i ever heard yeah. so i was like like that's that's my theory about why it like makes 
more sense as like an album because like these songs you hear so often then it's like wait what there's a movie because nobody's telling kids like you gotta watch purple rain that's true right it's not a classic this is what the album is what like stood the test of time Mm -hmm. yeah exactly it's not train comes towards screen or titanic (laughs) or whatever (laughs) titanic titanic comes towards screen (laughs) 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 let's back up a little bit aria what's your prince history at all like just like your general uh history with prince Honestly, I think like I love I mean, like I love music. I There's a lot of different like genres that I love. I don't think there's anyone in particular, but I do love a lot of like of this time period, like the black artists that were making like pop music and R&B. But funny enough, like I never really got into um, Prince. And I think like that's interesting because like everybody I don't really know anyone who like doesn't like Prince who claims to like have a really deep appreciation of music. Um, Mm -hmm. But I just don't like, I never really got into it um, or got into him like that. And I think he's to me, like he's more of like the person and the persona and obviously like, he's just a great musician, but um, like, I appreciate him. I don't necessarily love his music though. I think it's yeah, but there are some songs obviously that go hard. This is the one, this is the one like album where I'm like, oh, this is like the prince that I like, Mm -hmm. especially like purple, like the song Purple Rain. It's just like, like, you don't like, you know what? Oh, you don't. Well, let's 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 like let's revisit that later. Let's revisit that later. (laughs) (laughs) Like, but that's just a little teaser. Um, it's just a little teaser of what's to come. What might she think about that song? (laughs) (laughs) That's such okay, okay. But let's um, I'm I'm a man of mystery myself as well. I totally get it. I've never shouted my opinion loudly about (laughs) someone who, when I was in college, there was a professor that I hated, and so I was at a party one time telling people about the professor that I hated, and I was like, literally everyone i know hates mr and then someone was like someone was like you mean that guy right behind you no someone goes have you met my friend jessica and i was like oh shit oh no (laughs) and and they were like why are you talking in slow motion like that's yeah and then i i and then uh the screen paused on me it said yep that's me i bet you're record scratch (laughs) okay i actually don't want that Leave out the name. We're gonna keep the that story. Yeah, <laughs> that, 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 the funny. The story's funny. Um, okay. But you should um, edit edit over it the part where he says "baby peanut." Kyle, oh, <laughs> like, oh, Mr. Kyle. <laughs> yeah. Have you and yeah. my friend Nut? <laughs> Jessica, Jessica, baby peanut. <laughs> have you have you met my have you met my friend Nut Kyle? Um, but like, uh, um, so bad but like uh yeah this is this is an important <laughs> album it's a lot of serious stuff here in this album uh i guess before we get into that what's your what are your folks's preconceived notions about purple rain you sean you said this is the album i like you know this is the prince i like it well like this is like quintessential 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 i love the prince she's like sean has seen the glass onion already it's me, Daniel Craig. Com- compels me. <laughs> I said, I said, I said, uh, hello, Anita Armas. <laughs> I, this is, to me, this is like quintessential Prince, especially the song Purple Rain, because it's got like the like breathy vocals, great vocal range. He's an incredible guitar player, just very like orchestral, very dramatic. It's like got everything I want in a Prince song. And, uh, 
But other than that, I remember seeing, the, again, the movie with Ariam. I remember walking out and just being like, that kind of sucked. Because wow. Prince, I mean, <laughs> Prince's acting, or everyone's acting was kind of rough from what I remember. Sure. Um, but other than that, I don't remember too much. The motorcycle was cool as hell. Uh, speaking of quintessential, has anyone ever done this before? <laughs> Quentin Tarantino essential. Don't let anyone steal your idea. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I just mailed it to myself. So I can be- <laughs> Uh, but what, what about you michael what's like your water, water watermark in the email <laughs> wait i've told this story before too but i rm you have to hear this you have to you have to uh there was this lady at my church growing up who told us she wrote that song that's like our god is an awesome god he writes she told us she wrote that song and mailed it to herself and then someone else wrote it and she like had a sealed envelope she would bring to places and be like the song is in this envelope but i don't want to open it because then it'll seem like it's a lie are you serious i am serious I did have to hear that story. That's amazing. And I'm like, okay, but that's a lie. <laughs> that's yeah. a, not true. But Michael, the envelope. She has yeah, I literally tried like, carbon dating the envelope. <laughs> yeah, she, we carbon dated. It's four thousand years old, older than the earth. <laughs> they wrote. They wrote that song when they were writing the Bible. <laughs> On the eighth yeah. day, God created. I was literally yeah. like, us. That was that was the seed that planted where my current <laughs> yeah. beliefs stand today. Um, <laughs> My my impression of Prince. So all these songs on this album I had actually written in uh, wow. 1983. <laughs> Where's yeah. the envelope with the lyrics? <laughs> let me let me find the envelope real quick. Um, no, uh, I knew this was the Prince album. This has the Prince song on it that got me into Prince. Uh, the song that I think is literally his best song is on this album. Um, no contest, hands down. It is. Probably in my top 10 songs of all time, which I think uh, uh, Hayden says I say things are in my top blank based on recency, which might be true. But as of today, November 21st, 2022, this is in my top 10 <laughs> songs of all time. Nice, so. nice. That's all, that rule. Wait, what song? Did you say what song? Uh, I Would Die For You. Mm, so, oh, wow. I have, a hot, okay. I have a hot take on that. Um, okay. But like, yeah, let's just jump right in like has any like let's talk about the themes of purple rain and this is like i want to hear y'all's opinions first because i got a super long heavy thing and stuff like that um so like uh ariam what what do you surmise are the themes of purple rain and such prince is horny (laughs) prince is glamorous Mm mm-hmm Prince is, I just think like this album, yeah, is like quintessential. Like when you think of like who Prince is, I think you think of like the aesthetics of this album. And I, it like mm-hmm. anything that deviates from this seems like he's like trying something different, even though obviously like he tries everything. It just seems like this is what he, like this is the thing he was supposed to make if he only made like one thing. Yeah. Because yeah, the yeah. first Prince song I ever heard on the radio was, um, yeah, Let's Go Crazy. Yeah. And I just remember like being, I don't know little and just being like man what the fuck is this but really because there was like the like all the stuff at the beginning and then he's like dearly beloved and then he like breaks out into the song and then um my parents were like this is gas like this (laughs) this is amazing and i was just like oh i think everyone's understanding of prince is really um 
I don't know. Like, so for that reason, Prince reminds me of being like a kid. But for my parents, it reminds them of like being in their prime, which I guess makes sense. It's very 80s. It's very. um, It's campy. Yeah, it's very campy. It's very over the top. Um, It kind of even the album cover is already telling you this is going to be campy. Like he's on the motorcycle. I love it. Yeah, this is a very good album cover. And I think his last album that we talked about, 1999, is also like a very 80s album, but not in the same way that this is. This feels like vibrant and like young and fun and it feels like well and it's very like like new wavy and yeah like a lot of heavy like obviously 80s influences and stuff totally but. whereas with 99 i'm kind of like okay you just figured out how to use like a drum machine like that's a little <laughs> bit what that feels like this feels like the much more refined much more worked out version of that if that makes he any really sense. perfected nine the, the 1999 sound here yes exactly well and i'm like trying to remember what like the the plot of the movie too but i think it, i feel like a lot of it's just like finding yourself and like the confidence and finding yourself and knowing that like yeah you are a star you know but yeah i feel like with songs like like let's go crazy or like baby i'm a star and stuff it's like very just self-empowering and like staying true to yourself and and there's like the usual like like darling nikki like the horny songs and stuff yeah man he never like he always lets it. He lets his freak flag fly, you know. And uh, it's classic Prince. Now that I've come to know Prince, it is. It's horny. It's like a little existential, but not too existential. It's a little like uh, over the top, you know. There's a lot of confessing of emotions that, in a way that you actually don't want a real person to confess emotions to you. <laughs> like you, yeah. I would never want someone to tell me that they would. It reminds me of like that Patty Harrison joke where she's like writes the song about how she would kill herself for someone if they asked yeah, her to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's just like a Subway sandwich artist she met, like, in line. <laughs> um, and it's like, that's kind of how, uh, you know, I Would Die For You is, but that's part of what makes, like, Prince fun is that he's, like, way over the top, way dramatic, and I think mm-hmm. that comes through on this album very, very well. And so my whole thing is this is about his dad. This is about his father. <laughs> like this whole album. I do remember that from the movie. Which is like so like interesting that like that's not part of his legacy at all. Like it's all about his dad. It's not like the movie is like about like his thought, like his father, like abusing his mother and stuff like that. And then Prince abusing this woman kind of like it's kind mm-hmm. of this whole. So, yeah, I just want to like back up a little bit and set like kind of like set set the scene a little bit of in 1992 uh Sinead O'Connor guested on SNL and sang a cover of War by Bob Marley um and the lyrics include until the philosophy which holds one race superior and another inferior is finally and permanently discredited and abandoned everything is war and then she she updates the lyrics to be about child abuse and then she takes a picture of the pope and mm-hmm. rips it in apes. Yeah, iconic moment. Fight the real enemy. Yeah. One of the most effective pieces of political art. She got banned off of SNL. Her career kind of suffered a lot. Like, we don't really hear about her the same way we hear about Prince and stuff. So going back even further to Prince, uh, he basically, his relationship with his dad is very, his mom and dad is very fraught. His mother kind of abandoned him a little bit. And he went to raise, go with his dad to live with his dad. And his dad caught him in bed with a woman, with a girl and 12 year old Prince. He kicked Prince out of his house. And then like basically uh, Prince said, 
I called my dad, begged him to take me back. He said no. So I called my sister to beg her, begged her to ask him. So she did. And afterwards told me all I had to do was call him back, tell him I was sorry, and he would take me back. So I did. And he said no. And I sat crying at the phone booth for two hours. That was the last time I cried, basically, which mm. is horrible. A lot of queer kids, I can imagine, can relate to that a version mm. of that story. Pop, he wrote the song Papa later in his career, where it says, don't abuse children or else they'll turn out like me, basically. Uh, and then, like, way later in the, his career, like, he, he made Purple Rain and stuff like that. And then later, dated Sinead O'Connor. Sinead O'Connor said that Prince would, like, one time Prince convinced her to have a pillow fight. When she agreed, he smacked her with something hard he shoved in one of the pillowcases. Uh, O'Connor said she escaped on foot into the night. Prince chased her down the highway in his car, eventually wow. leaving the vehicle behind and jumping out at her in the dark. And then Sinead O'Connor said, you have to be crazy to be a musician, but there's a difference between crazy and being a violent abuser of women. And then the other allegation is... <laughs> This is the this is the fun part. Um, the other allegation is Charlene Friend. You know, Prince would make me watch videos of him with other women. It would make me very upset. I was also filmed having sex with Prince without my permission. Uh, he accused Prince of she accused Prince of running hot and cold, treating me nicely then cruel. He would kick me out of bed, order me to sleep somewhere else. He said I belonged to him. He said I would be. He demanded I be on call for him. Prince threatened to have me killed after we broke up. Said no one else could have me. As a result of the severe abuse, I have suffered anxiety, depression, and panic attacks. So basically, like, my take on this album is that he's acknowledging the generational curse that he's stuck in, and he's trying to redeem himself through his music, through his arts. He wants to create a world tinted with purple, embracing the pure blues of earnest love, sexual liber liberation, utopian gender expression, while also understanding it's been stained with blood and abuse and tears and anguish. Like all the members are like super androgynous and stuff like that. It's like kind of like genderless and like raceless kind of, mm. um, you know, he says in the line, like, I'm not a woman, I'm not a man. I'm something you'll never understand. Um, so the reason I brought up Sinead, the SNL performance is when Sinead O'Connor ripped up the picture of the Pope to protect protest child abuse in the Catholic church, I like to think she was also singing for Prince in the situation he endured. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And basically like when you don't like, so it's like, it's this album is like kind of him understanding that this is the cycle he's in, but like unable to fully break free completely. Mm -hmm. And Prince and Sinead O'Connor and Bob Marley are saying the same thing. Like when you don't deal with this, everything is war basically everything is war and yeah like that's that's like that's a little bit of like what i have to say about this of like what, yeah. what how does that reach y'all and stuff hmm. Hmm. <laughs> i mean that was a lot <laughs> and to to me context contextlessly that does not resonate with me yeah. with this <laughs> album mm. um maybe based on what you said but uh from from my impression of the album um i don't uh i find you are this is uh i think a benefit to you you are taking more depth out of his albums than i am 
Um, I think even seen in 1999, uh, you were able to see the darkness that's there that I agree is there. Um, I think with me, because of the type of music Prince makes and because of the um, general oeuvre of Prince, uh, I'm much more willing to like, uh, you know, sing along to songs and like go, oh, 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 ah, like, uh, and not really think about i'd rather not think about uh being kicked out of the house at 12 years old yeah and uh prince like well it's tough like obviously that'll impact his art but seems tough <laughs> michael limitado on king your child <laughs> seems tough <laughs> not good not good uh, <laughs> not good okay so we're getting a poll here not good not sad, sad. sad. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah i don't know I, <laughs> I feel like that was a lot lot of um a lot of information i mean one that i didn't know and two i think it's really interesting because like or like even when I'm on the internet or whatever and you're talking about like Prince or you're talking about whatever, like I feel like I'm always getting the experience that like black people have with like, I don't think that Sh- like Sinead O'Connor, like the stuff that happened with Sinead O'Connor, I'm not saying this is good. I'm just saying like, this is, I think what I think, like, I don't think any black person would hear that story or like people who, I won't say any black person, but like in the popular culture, like the way he's understood by black people, I don't think one people would know that stuff about Sinead O'Connor. And two, I don't think it would affect, I don't feel like it would affect, like, a general perception of, like, Prince and his music. Like, well, one, like, I didn't know anything about that. That was the first time that I had heard about, like, any of that. I didn't even know that they dated, um, to be honest. Yeah, I had no idea. But, and I'm not saying this is right, but I think I just, like, realized, like, he just transcends, like, every story that, like, you know, and I think, like, people... Like, he's really only his persona and, like, his music to me. Like, I don't even can think I would consider any real story about him doing, like, having a real life or doing... Yeah. That, that's my thing is I think, like, he's such a... And I'm, again, like, I'm not saying that this is, like, right, but, like, I think he's just such an icon to people and, like, not even a real person. Totally, totally. And there's a lot of dissonance. And I, I read something recently that said that, like, Prince passed away basically right in time to be immortalized as like a non-problematic mm. king yeah yeah where yeah. it's like uh exactly. me too happened after 2007 right? yeah uh and it was not the focus of it where it's like prince gets to kind of have gotten away with being like a shitty guy like a truly shitty guy and it's like we there are lots of allegations on prince similar to you know allegations on even like you know other icons of his level like you know michael jackson for example is like my one-to-one but michael jackson's hat was much more um like shocking like because of their children like because they're kids right but and with kids obviously that's bad with women i feel like that discussion has only started as of recent Mm -hmm. right so it's like um where you it know, used to just be like, oh, he's like a bad boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. He's like a bad boyfriend. He's like a temperamental artist, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this is just how they are, which is like, no, that's actually not acceptable behavior from anyone. It's hard to listen to, like, in the closet. It's hard to listen to Michael Jackson. It's hard to mm-hmm. listen to, you know, it's hard to listen to these artists, uh, you know, when they've done knowably 
heinous things and you're willing to like accept that into your image whereas it's kind of like he's memorialized as this and so it's going to take a lot lot more to take him down in the minds of the general public even in my own uh, i love listening to this music and it's gonna it would be mm-hmm. hard to take away you know yeah absolutely i it's it's hard it's it's definitely like um so like but it's also we have to understand that this what happened to Prince as a child should not have happened in the first place. That should not have had, he should not have been brought up in those conditions. And if that, those are the conditions, you know, like the whole, the purple rain, the film, like his parents are arguing downstairs and he tries to turn up the music, drown it out a little bit. And his Mm -hmm. parents burst into his room and fight each other, basically, you know, (laughs) like, Mm -hmm. so if you don't have love and security and, you know, all that stuff, then you are like, there's no proof necessarily that, you know, abused people will abuse others and stuff like that. But th- it's like, like, I don't, I don't know how anyone like does anything basically. Well, it, it clearly, clearly his whole hierarchy of needs was not being met. Right. Like yeah. he had the top of the pyramid, which is badass motorcycle, but badass motorcycle. he had the structure <laughs> to hold that up. Right. Like that, that the, we talked about in the Hades town episode, it's easy to judge when you're, belly is full basically like it's easy for us to look at him and go look at this fucking guy like this heinous monster and stuff like that people with like two cars like judging him like in a situation and stuff like that you know i would not like to i would like to publicly not place myself as a monster apologist however (laughs) i will remain in that camp um uh regardless of the amount of empathy i can build up uh i will stay firmly anti uh Firmly on the anti, side of, of, of anti-monster. Yeah, firmly anti-monster, yes. But, but not also, Lady Gaga fans. I like Lady Gaga fans. But also, like, it's... I think monster is an unhelpful term also, you know? It's... it's, it's uh, It paints with a broad stroke. Yeah. And I understand the need to do so. I understand if we... What do we need to do? Like, Sinead O'Connor says, fight the real enemy. Who is the real enemy? Is Prince the real God. enemy? God, the, like, sure, like but the idea link, of like yeah. what what's the real enemy? Like because yeah. like, we're wasting our time basically, like not fighting a real enemy. Well, it's here. it's like the queer community being exclusive of one another, right? That's never going to yeah. be helpful. That's yeah. never going to get us anywhere. It just creates judgment and. Uh, I mean, I think the real enemy is just like on reachable so you go for like what is reachable right like if the real enemy is like patriarchy and like you know like everything that's valued about being a white man like it's like the totem is like whatever is the most adjacent is gonna go Mm -hmm. for whatever is right below right or like whatever right so like Mm -hmm. i mean i think that makes sense i also don't understand like what context like what are you like what are you trying to say i'm trying to say like if we want this to like if we don't want the cycle to keep going, what do you what do Wait we do? <laughs> the sweet embrace. But like <laughs> Prince's Prince has died and the cycle still continues, you know? Like we have like but I don't I think, think it- Prince was doing anything to like yeah, great musician, but I also don't think besides being like you can dress how you want, like I don't think he was doing anything necessarily. Um like vocally, I mean, besides like being very much himself wherever he went, but like as someone with like money and resources, like he was like very vocal in the Black Lives Matter stuff. He was 
he he protested universal music and the way they exploited black musicians and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Okay. Uh he like fought for he wanted reparations. He like really and a lot like I would argue Purple Rain's a protest song in a lot of ways. Like there's a version of it which is like very much a protest song and stuff like that. And yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard. Um he is like a uh, a bit of a uh, an enigma too because he has like he's had differing beliefs over the years and he's memorialized through his different albums as being like you know very sex positive very like queer and then there's like the jehovah's witness era you know which mm. i would not want to see on the eras tour you know what i mean i would not pay nine thousand dollars for a floor ticket for the uh, jehovah's witness eras tour um i you know so they're all first can't come to the phone anymore yeah yeah, no phone, no why, phones allowed. Why? Oh, because he's you know not celebrating Christmas or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, my only thing I know about Jehovah's Witnesses is like the jokes from Community about Troy's yeah. character. It's a little embarrassing. Uh, Hello from a random dessert, like the date which it coincides with the expulsion of a uterus. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, all that being said. Uh, he's kind of, you know, obviously he has right opinions about some things and wrong opinions about other things, as many of us do, you know? he's a, He is more effective as a symbol. Like, all people are more effective as a symbol than as people. You know, the idea of there's a subgenre of person that's inspired by Prince to be, you know, gender fluid, gender, like, with like mm-hmm. gender expression and stuff like that who like have those little mustaches and stuff like that there's like a genre of person there's, there's like, like a pokemon trainer that you fight <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um but like the idea of it's his like influence is i don't think should be erased i don't think should be erased but also i understand the when women like when people who have been abused hear these things, they're like, we should just like, he's dirt. He's dirt. He's like, none of it. You undid all the good you did by doing these things. But again, I feel like when I hear these things, sometimes I think of like a person split into different sections. Like when I heard that about Prince and I don't know what this says about me, but like when I heard this about Prince, I was like, oh, that's like a section of Prince, you know? Yes. Like I it didn't actually overtake agree. like my whole understanding of him yeah there's there's highs and lows which speaking of highs and lows we should talk <laughs> about the highs and lows of this album it uh ever yeah all right let's um, uh take let's take a break click <laughs> hey everyone sean wilkinson here listen we don't normally run ads on our podcast you know this about us we hate most things over here but one thing we don't hate is fentress films Fentress Films is a woman and queer-owned multimedia company founded by my friend Samantha Bozen. Their mission is to create art about, for, and by underrepresented groups while making theater accessible to people all over the world despite the pandemic. So far, Fentress Films has produced two award-winning short films, two web series, five award-winning screenplays, as well as organized and hosted three international film festivals. Social change is at the core of their work, and they're looking forward to producing more art and collaborating with more artists in the future. If you're interested in learning more about Fentress Films, you can head to their website at FentressFilms.com. That's F-E-N-T-R-E-S-S Films.com. Or you can follow them on Instagram at Fentress Films to keep up to date with their current projects. 
They also have a fanzine. They have merch on their website, like stickers, t-shirts, hats, buttons, tote bags, socks, you name it, they've got it. It's all super cute. Check out FentressFilms.com to learn more. Uh, so, okay, and we're back. Here talking about the highs and lows of uh, Prince's Purple Ray. <laughs> An album I love. I love this album. I want to be clear. Mm-hmm, I think this too. album is a fucking masterpiece. It's so, mm. it's, it's on, like, it's one of those, like, can- it deserves to be canonized in so many ways. Um, but let's go through highlights first. Um, Ariam, what's a highlight song from this album? Um, I love Let's Go Crazy. Um, yeah. I also love I Would Die For You. Um, I Would Die For You is an excellent that's song. that's right. You know it is. Um, I think that's also like the one that like does the best job of capturing his essence. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're very prince princey too. Like you yeah. know, uh, Andrew talked about this earlier. Uh, I'm I, I'm not a woman. I'm not woman. a man. I'm somewhere in between. Like, yeah, or I'm beautiful. something you'll never understand. Like that's he's also using his uh his his letters and numbers <laughs> in the song. You know, like he uh, likes I to love do. the letters and numbers. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and and it has some like he's just like silly on it. He feels like loose and like carefree on it. You know, like like I was talking about earlier when he goes like, ah, ooh, ah, ooh, all sounds. I need like that's yeah. so fun. All the like instrumental parts are so iconic. They're like ten iconic parts in one song. Like yes, the drum absolutely. pattern, the you know. Yeah, this whole, is like his like, most complex album. I would die yeah, for, for sure. you. Yeah. Sorry, not to hop on your highlights, uh, R.E.M. I just uh, am. This is where I'm at here, too, because I love that song. This is probably the first Prince song I'd ever heard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't hear Prince growing up. So I was like, when I heard the song, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> what other song? Prince doesn't really have another song that sounds like I would die for you. Here's what I, I like when I find an artist that I like from one song. Yeah, I'll you like, want everything to sound like that. It is so exactly. sing- it's so singular. It's yes. like, yeah, it's so singular, but I'm like, I have to hear more of this. But I think that just ended up being like, I and then I listened to this album, Purple Rain, like I don't know, six years ago, whenever I heard I would die for you. And then I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, because all I wanted to hear at that time was. I would die for you. I listened to like six songs and then I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> there it is. The song I like, you know? That's, um, that's a really good point, actually. I think that's maybe why I don't so much love a lot of Prince is because like a lot of it just isn't as, like this song is just so good and it's so bouncy and it's like not like a long, I don't, I guess I don't like like ballads. Well, he also has a lot of songs that are extremely long, mm-hmm. uh, mainly to show like instrumentalism and like artistry. And I'm used to a music style that does not go over five minutes ever. Yeah. Like if someone has famously a- love like three minute songs. Yeah, I famously love like a two minute song, maybe even like uh, if it's if it's like tight. If it can fit on an egg timer, you like, you know, I like I like tight production and Prince is anything but sometimes where it's like, oh, my God. Like I said, control C, control V. Like this song did not need to be 10 minutes long on the last album. It's like this should be five minutes long. Uh, And even then that would be long. A lot of his music feels really like self-indulgent. Yes, like, exactly. Yeah, like I it's totally like, agree. look what I can do. Like and but I he think, does it so well. Yeah, I, I mean, know I'm he not does it by himself too. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was just saying, like, that's also, I think, his thing. Like, themes of this album is also just like, 
not even like a bad thing, but just being really into himself. Look at look at what a virtuosic genius I am. Look, yeah. look at look at but this. He is. Yes, like yes. he is. Like um, yeah. and I think part of why I think this album is so good is because it was also a movie, like, and it also had to like have there were clearly like other hands in it too, which I think is to his benefit a little bit, where it's like none of these songs are longer than six minutes. Which I love. Like Purple Rain's eight minutes, I think. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. that's right. But I don't feel like Purple Rain is exceedingly long because it's a ballad. I like that song, uh, and it's all it all sounds different throughout, right? Um, whereas, like you know, I would die for you. The song that I love is shorter than three minutes, which I think is his first shorter. Sorry, I always talk about song length, but I do think that's really important to the like digestion of an album sure uh where it's like these are these are like the bites that i'm taking and i think mm-hmm. sometimes i don't want my bites to be so big i want to go back to like let's go crazy um dude this- i i loved that i well, i still love that song but i enjoyed it a lot more before you said it sounds like the ducktales song yeah his voice sounds the same his voice sounds like the yeah. ducktales guy you know um dangerous yeah yeah it's strange i have that like a beat saber, reaper and i'm coming very knocking on the your door yeah. these podcasters yeah. absolutely destroy prince <laughs> <laughs> michael levitato says Kick your kid out at 12, not good. <laughs> so it's a long I, song, not for me. I love it's it as long. like Prince isn't queer, but I love it as like black queer joy in the face of a dark, bleak world that wants to bring you down. That wants What's the to... DuckTales theme song? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows. Not this. queer. <laughs> yeah, like... There are no pants. There is only joy. Yeah, and that's that's the world Prince illustrates. That's the world Prince wants for us. It's just like this pantsless, no yeah. you know. Like, um, I I think this is why like Prince is so valuable to a lot of people. Is just like this is a guy who's authentically himself at like at whatever cost. Like, mm-hmm. I will not like quiet myself. I will not hide myself. I will feel joy. I will. I will I will radiate joy and confidence and all this stuff in the face of this dark world and stuff like that. I just mm-hmm. think that's really beautiful. I, I rather would watch people act out being true to themselves, which I feel is what I see Prince do yes. than yes. hear like the moral of be true to yourself. You know what I mean? There's also like a dark side to this song where like um, where if the world's trying to break you down, where there's a de-elevator, de- like the only way to survive is to kind of lose your mind a little bit is to kind of like, he's like pickle Rick, you know, like the idea of like, don't listen to your therapist, embrace entropy, basically, you know, he's like, like pickle Rick. <laughs> yeah. He's kind of like the Joker. He calls himself. <laughs> he calls the therapist like doctor. Everything will be all right. Will make everything go wrong. That's mm-hmm. the lyric in the song. He says, "Don't trust your therapist." Basically, he's just like think, my dad. Do, do you think <laughs> yeah. when he says "Let's get nuts," he's talking about baby nut? Yeah, oh, I no. do. I do. I do think <laughs> he's talking about. But yeah, like. <laughs> so but that's my other. That's, that's the other. Thing. Is brought to you by Mr. Plint. Uh, Mr. Plint. Mr. Plint. <laughs> like Mr. Plint. Purple Rain. The song itself is uh, like. It's so dramatic. It makes me want to like 
like come home and like throw my shit around and like throw a lamp off the wall <laughs> like I'm, oh absolutely uh, it's just very like it's, soap it's opera like slow, it's like a slow motion soap opera song like i feel <laughs> like it's like i'm throwing things around it's like crashing but it's like splintering into pieces like yeah exactly <laughs> and then i go outside and like get on my knees in the in the rain and just why, like, why? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like that and like i always want to like i want to flip a table at some point you know that seems really fun like yeah that does seem fun go scream in the rain or punch a hole punch a hole in drywall doesn't sure. that seem fun too <laughs> yeah i thought that looks like fun but no but again purple rain is like everything i want in a Prince song where it's like incredibly dramatic killing it on guitar he's an incredible guitar player i also i love a big closer and so this is like the big closer like this may be my favorite closer like on an album and I'm okay with the last song being like a little self-indulgent. I, I'm into that on this song. I feel like it it earns it a little bit. I love it as a song yearning for pure love, yearning for redemption, yearning for like, like I said, a purple tinted world, basically. Um, this utopia. Th- this song is like a song that like unites people in a lot of ways. I like there are a lot of like white conservatives who love this song too the idea like prince would not be able to play this at the super bowl by the way awesome performance like rules. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's like although it's like the thing that arian was saying about it, like he's wearing blue and orange i'm like oh <laughs> like he's not wearing purple um <laughs> the thing that prince did really well is like taking white influences and black influences and kind of like melding them together and he got a lot of shit for it you know, getting some getting influence from the cranberries the same way he got influence from like Little Richard and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the idea and um, you know, the, the the like straight and gay, like the idea of like kind of like straight and queer, like kind of like the combination there, like I am not a woman, I'm not a man, I'm something you'll never understand. That idea, like this is like the utopia he wants for us like and this is the mm-hmm. this is the thing we're fighting for it's not like we're not this is what this is the specific scenario and feeling yeah and like the idea that this song for eight minutes you get to live in it eight minutes you get to live in this world where everything is like it's like you're at peace you're healing you could be whatever gender you want like you could be whatever gender you are and stuff like that like it's that's the world like that's the world we're fighting for. I, I just like that's why I say it's like a protest song, kind of. Yeah. You know. So Arian, you said you don't like this song. <laughs> you know, I don't like, know. Like it does sound good. I think maybe it's like what Michael was saying of it just goes on for so long and like the end is so repetitive and his solo is so long. Um and like so maybe I don't think it's a bad song. Maybe I just think it's it should have been <laughs> I'm not going to say it should have been shorter, but like maybe I just think it's like it's like longer. Um, it's not something I would just like turn on, I guess. I'll yep, that. exactly. You have to be in a certain mood, I think. Yeah, I have like... to be like doing the last two miles of like a marathon. Uh, <laughs> you're you're running a four minute mile you're at the last minute wow <laughs> she's pretty good what can we say <laughs> and that's like the last two like you before that you're like your your splits were like two minutes like they were much yeah. faster yeah much oh, faster man. uh take that usain bolt um <laughs> these podcasters to... destroy usain <laughs> <laughs> that guy needs to be taken down a peg like that guy like a little too Ooh. fast huh <laughs> yeah. i love uh my, my my highlight i want to point out is uh 
when doves cry i think that's like beautiful like it's a mm. song without bass you know it's a song yeah. like that's a really cool yeah. choice um i actually hate it <laughs> i hate the what? no bass oh really it just it's like it it really makes me uncomfortable <laughs> what you wanted like boom 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 I want like a little. Now that you make that noise, I'm like, wait. Well, it does. It does get let. It makes the song feel airier, which I think is part of like the dove. It's like a twofold sort of thing. You know what I mean? This is like the song where he's like highlighting the, uh, the cycle he's talking about. Of just like maybe I'm just like my mother. Maybe I'm just like my father. Too. Oh, sure. You know, and like in the movie, this song is playing and. We see footage of like his dad slapping his mom and then Prince slapping the girlfriend character. So he oh, knows okay. what he's doing. He knows mm. what the artistic choice is. It's like that's the weird part of like the legacy mm. thing. It's just like it's in the text. It's in the it's, yeah. it's right here in the words. I think and stuff like that. Yeah, that's got to be like something of the time that he was able to like juxtapose the two and nobody was like hmm, abuse. Right, they were just no, like, but it's he's like just like his daddy. <laughs> I mean, like used to be able to be like shit teeth. Like, are you yeah. guys watching the White Lotus right now? Yes. Okay, so you know the family of the three: the father, the son, and the, like the, and the grandfather. Spirit. Yeah, yeah. They're so they're all like different ways of, of like, toxic masculinity, right? Where the grandpa is just like showing them tattoos to every woman who walks by like he's literally like wooga wooga like his tongue is rolling out of his mouth but it's like that's it like it's up front right like you're seeing yeah yeah and then the dad is like just cheating on the mom all the time and she hates him for it and they're gonna probably get divorced because of it right and like that's a similar type of like misogyny like lack of caring for women it's lack of caring for the emotion of your partner and then the son sees both his dad and his grandpa and he's like woke right like he's like awoken to it but because he's so woke he thinks that the wokeness like begets him now women will sleep with me because they see how woke i am mm-hmm. which is like also toxic yeah it's like yeah you're seeing your father and you're gonna say oh i'm not like him but you're like him in a different same way that's you know like one I mean? of the most mm-hmm. devastating things as an adult you kind of like you learn a little bit about yourself like well i'm i have no problems personally <laughs> or emotionally so i'm good but yeah yeah sucks for you just, just <laughs> like your dad who has like yeah. no problem <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry or good for you but i'm not reading all that <laughs> yeah it's like um yeah like it's that fear of abandonment and that insecurity leads him to be cruel and cold and testing people to see if they love him and stuff like that and it probably led him to like learn 32 instruments and be the best musician ever. <laughs> you know, that that like insecurity and that like um just like being in that environment. Okay, let's go through low lights. Uh so what's a low what where are some low lights? Let's go through them. I don't really have one, actually. Hmm. I gotta look at the songs again. Yeah, I don't really nothing stands out to me. I mean I, I this I like this album the best of all the Prince albums we listened to. Mm. So Baby, I'm a star is like, unfortunately, in between, like, I would die for you and Purple Rain. Yeah, two like, smash hits. But it's still good. It's still, it's still good. very good. I like to, like, I love that bit. Uh, it's, it is like, and it kind of like edges you into Purple Rain a little bit. Yeah, it, it's it, does, it like, does. It, it, you get a little breather and stuff like that. And yeah, 
I think Darling Nikki is a little like I just kind of out of place. I feel like that's another one I wouldn't just put on. Yeah, yeah. yeah every prince, every prince album has one song that's like, let me describe someone in detail. Let me tell you this story, and it's like, eh. tell you about how they like to masturbate. Yeah, yeah, no, literally, and so it's yeah. like, I guess this is fine. <laughs> like Lady Cab Driver, the one about his, his sister. Like he has a song like this basically in every album where it's like, uh. <laughs> literally uh sorry or good for you but not reading all that <laughs> like <laughs> this is my super 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 controversial take is i will die for you <laughs> like no it's no it, no no i i love the i love it at the same time i think it's like fantastic i Which just think the messaging <laughs> i just think the messaging is it takes on a new meaning if you're think, when to you think know- of him Oh, if you're yeah. to think of him as a master manipulator and a serial narcissist and abuser, like oh. if you're t- like, um, I never beat you, I never lie. Like you could say, you could put the Tyler the Creator mean like that was a fucking lie, <laughs> you know, like that. Right. Like, and then I'm the I'm your Messiah. You're the reason why. Like you're like you're like, <laughs> and then the idea of, um, because in the movie, like. Uh, like Prince's dad slaps his mom and it says, I paid for this house. I gave you a place to live. And his mom said something to the effect of, I hate it here. I'm trapped here forever. And his dad with tears in his eyes says, I would die for you. And then leaves the scene. So like, that's the origin Mm. of the song in the movie. And then at the end of the movie, this is the last song they play in the movie. He Prince, like Prince's dad, like shoots himself in the head and like survives, but like he he shoots himself in the head. And then Prince goes down to the basement and sees like sheet music. So it's the implication is his dad wrote the song and he's playing his dad's song. At the end, when you describe it like that, all of a sudden Purple Rain sounds like um like a horror movie. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's like it's very like the movie is like I I think it's. It's great. It's a great movie. But like the idea of even if you were to take that uh, that context out, I would die for you is a very toxic chorus. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, like, and we all know, we all know this and stuff like that. Like, and that's not a new observation in pop music. There are a lot of weird dramatic, and it, it's, it could be fun just like a dramatic him being silly and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like that's a read. But the idea of yeah, I don't know. It's like the fact that like why is that so- scene so hard to watch and the song so easy to listen to? Like that's like a real like that's like kind of like the dastardliness of this album a little bit. The the idea of that like you you can just like say I would die for you and then like look at abuse and be desensitized to it and stuff like that. You know? Mm-hmm. Like that's the and yeah, my final take is just like um we we have to be critical and vigilant to prevent protect ourselves from these ideas and stuff like that and that's like what i try to do with like this like how i approach this yeah. stuff so yeah. okay let's uh get through final thoughts and rings the way this works is real rate this album out of 10 the fun net metric in the end uh so who would like to go first i'll, I'll quickly go um my other like I would I would also agree this is probably my favorite Prince album we've listened to so far. Um the, my only kind of qualm with it is that the highs are like so high that the other songs are like it's hard to like match up to it, you know. Um not that they're not good songs, it's just like god some of these songs are just they go so hard. Um 
but other than that, yeah, I think, I mean, again, yeah, it's my favorite album. Um, I would say I will give it, uh, I'll give it eight and a half beautiful ones out of 10. Um, sure. Yeah. I will give it, I just, y'all not going to like this one. Um, (laughs) and this is only my personal opinion. It's not because I don't know that this album is good. So for that reason, I'm going to give it a six, six dubs a crying. Mm. Five golden <laughs> rings. Four <laughs> darling Nikki thing. <laughs> you haven't finished writing the parody yet. Get weird out on the line. Yeah. Put um, that song in an envelope. <laughs> uh I really like this album. I feel like like you guys were saying earlier, this is like the princiest prince album. This is the epitome of Prince. This is like what he was this is his artwork he was born to make, basically. I feel uh this album. I really like. I think it's his best work. It uses a lot of the things I did not like from 1999 and leverage, like, makes, refines those down using the tools that I saw him develop in the earlier earlier albums that I actually liked better. So, uh, all that being said, I'm going to give this 10, Whoa. Uh, uh, some, 10 things you would not understand out of 10. <laughs> I, yeah, I want to be clear. I love this record so much. I think the 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 fact that it delves into the this muck yeah. is instructional. Like it's important to know this stuff. It's important. Like it's so brave of him to mine this territory, and it's tragic. I I view this album as very tragic. I view mm. this. The, the purple rain is the moment of humanity we see like the first three songs and the last song is this humanity this beautiful soul this like loving person who wants to make the world a better place who wants to work, make the world more accepting but can't escape his demons basically i think that's like i think that'll that improves our empathy that improves our you know compassion and like what he did for the culture what he did for the world is like beautiful and wonderful and i think it's just like a matter of i think it's just a matter of like having compassion for sinead o'connor having compassion for prince and the cycle of abuse he was stuck in having compassion for the fans that need prince as a symbol to get through the horrible situation that they're in to compassion for survivors of abuse who see people supporting prince and feeling discarded and the fortitude to like fight the real enemy basically i think this is like this is what he's giving us a little bit. I think that's mm-hmm. so beautiful. So I'm going to give this nine. I'm going to give this nine and a half parental advisory stickers out of 10. Oh boy. What a, <laughs> what a fun time. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, I apologies also, but thank you so much at the same time. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. and sorry. I had a great time. <laughs> yeah. Uh sorry. Um anything you would like to plug? Any like Twitter or social media or anything like that? Damn, I got shit going on. <laughs> what? I don't I mean nothing. Uh, oh. Do you want people to follow you on Twitter? No. All right, cool. No. <laughs> don't um, do that. All right. <laughs> like so yeah, uh you can follow the show at IBMTLTT on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. You can follow Michael at Lemon Taco on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow Sean at Diabetic Twink on Instagram. Follow me at Andre Lee on Instagram. Uh is our theme song. Olivia Jensen's our artwork. Uh, give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. And uh, Ariam, what song would you like to play us out with? 
Any song. Any, oh, any song? Any song. Um, yeah. Ah, wait. <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to say Beep by Pylon. Yeah. All right. Thanks so much, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what song, those. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what those words mean. I just together or it, separately. Just... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, everybody. Have a good day. Hey, click.